am speaking on the subject the power of prayer. The power of prayer. Prayer is indispensable in our lives. Prayer is indispensable in our lives. God commands us to pray. Because prayer is an important necessity. In Isaiah 62 verses 6 to 7. Isaiah 62 verses 6 to 7. Isaiah 62 verses 6 to 7. The Bible says that those who call upon the name of it says, those who call upon the name of the Lord, those of you who call upon the name of the Lord, do not keep silent. Do not give him rest. Keep calling unto him until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Luke 18, one. Jesus gave them a parable to show them that men ought always to pray and not faint. Not to pray is to faint. And Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2. Colossians 4 and verse 2. The Bible says we must be dedicated to prayer. We must continue earnestly in prayer. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18. The Bible says we must pray always. We must pray always. We must pray always. In First Thessalonians chapter five, verse seventeen. We must pray without ceasing. Prayer must be ceaseless. Because of his power, because of his necessity. The Bible talks about Epaphras. That he always labored fervently in prayer. Prayer is an always affair. Colossians chapter 4 verse 12. Vow that you will never do anything without prayer. Vow never to do anything without prayer. Philippians 4.6 Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication 
Let all your requests be made known to God. Philippians 4, Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Yes. The honor of the church. The honor of us. Was a man given to prayer. Prayer was his priority. Prayer was his pursuit. Prayer was his passion. It was his passion to pray. He prayed consistently. Luke 5, verse 16. Luke 5, verse 16. NIV, the Bible says, he often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. He often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. There were times when he prayed all night in the mountains all by himself. Luke 6, 12. Luke 6, verse 12. Luke 6, 12. Luke 6, verse 12. He was in the mountain to pray. And he prayed all night. All night. That means there must be something very special about prayer. One of the things his disciples saw him do consistently and continually was to pray. That is why in Luke chapter 11 verses 1 to 7. His disciples came to him. They said, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. Because the Bible says, now it came to pass. Verse number 1, please. It came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he stopped praying, his disciples came to him. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. Because this is the business we see you do continually. That means there must be something special about this art of praying. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Luke 21. Luke 21. Verses 36 to 37. Talking about the prayer testimony of Jesus. He said to them. Watch therefore and pray. He says when it comes to praying do it always. Watch therefore and pray always. Because the man prayed always. Prayer is something he did always. And the early church took after him. They took after him. Prayer in the early church was constant and continuous. Constant and continuous. They even had the hour of prayer. 
They never left prayer to chance. It was not an exercise of us and when. No sir. In Acts chapter 3 and verse number 1. The Bible says. That they went up to, to the temple. At the hour of prayer. Every child of God. Must be so disciplined. That he or she must have hours of prayer hours of prayer when somebody comes to you to say what is your prayer time you should be able to say this is my fixed prayer time plus other prayer times. You can't just be floating anyhow. You're not a housefly. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the church got busier. So much that issues of prayer were at risk. They took a position in Acts 6 verse 4. I'm talking about the leadership of the early church. They said we will give ourselves continually to prayer no matter what. That means there is something special about this instrument called prayer. So what is the power of prayer? Number one, it is a vital channel for divine assistance. It is a vital channel for divine assistance. God said in Jeremiah 33 verse 3 Call to me and I will answer you. And show you great and mighty things which you do not know. When we call to him he will come down to assist us. He will answer our prayers and grant us the desires of our heart. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 verses 9 to 10. We read about Jabez whose life was battered, shattered, tattered and butchered. He was a non-entity of a human being. His life was full of pain. His life was full of pain. But in verse number 10 of 1 Chronicles chapter 4. When he decided to pray. God came down with explosive assistance. The hand of God rested upon him. And he became a marvel to watch. Can I say this to you? There is nothing in your life that prayer cannot change. Prayer 
Impossible is the language of the prayerless. Impossible is the language of the prayerless. Because there is nothing that prayer cannot change. Prayer brings God on stage. And when God arrives, impossibilities become possibilities. It is not working. It's a sign you didn't pray enough. Many people are claiming to pray. Why is it not working, sir? You didn't pray enough. Because you can eat, but the question is, have you eaten enough? Have you eaten? Yes. But was it enough? If it was enough, why are you yawning like this? Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. The power of prayer. Number two. Prayer is our instrument for divine empowerment. Prayer is our instrument for empowerment. How far you go in life depends on how much power is at work in your life. And prayer is the instrument we use to generate power. When we pray, we generate power for success and exploits in life. When our Lord Jesus Christ came back from a prayer and fasting retreat, the Bible says that he returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. Luke 4, 14. Luke 4, verse 14. He went out to pray for 40 days and 40 nights. You know the story. Luke 4 verses 1 to 11. In verse number 14, we see him coming back from there. How did he return? The Bible says, Jesus yes. returned in the power of the Spirit. In the Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many Christians are too powerless. And it is because they are prayerless. You know, when you are talking to some people, their words are too light. You see, when you are prayerless, you become a lightweight. What you say does not carry weight. 
Verse number 15 of Luke chapter 4. Verse 15 ya Luke 4. The Bible says when he began to teach in their synagogues. He was glorified by all. To be prayerful is to be glorified. To be prayerful is to be powerful. The early church operated in great power because it engaged in great prayers. Great prayers. One day, they gathered to pray. In Acts chapter 4, Verses 23 to 30. The Bible says when Peter and John came to their company. They reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. And in verse number 24 the Bible says they all raised up their voices and began to pray to the Lord God of heaven. What was the result of that prayer? Acts 4.33 Now first of all in verse number 31 The Bible says That the place where they gathered shook Power landed sir And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost They began to speak the word of God with God Boldness. Grace. You see, everything was great. You see, when you pray, everything becomes great. Life, great. Mm-hmm. Marriage, great. Uh-huh. Your children's performance in school, great. Mm. Everything, great. Great finances, mm. great money, mm. great everything. Yeah. Mm. yeah. When they prayed, there was great power, great grace, great anointing, great testimonies, great growth. Everything was great. Because prayer involves God. And God is not small. That is why when you pray and you pray properly, Great things become your portion. And may it be so in your own life in the name of Jesus. Look at the testimony of Paul and Silas. Men who were cast into prison, Acts chapter 16. Verses 23 to 26. They generated power on the 
prayer platform. The Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, verse 26, there was a great earthquake. The power of God generated on the prayer platform manifested as an earthquake. People felt it like an earthquake, but that was power drawn from heaven on the platform of prayer. It takes power to overcome conflicts of life. It takes power to silence the enemy. It takes power to subdue forces of hell. And it takes prayer to release that power, to engage that power. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. Great prayers will generate great power. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, we need power to counter delays in life. We need power to... Prayer is engaged. And power is released. Testimonies happen suddenly. Things happen immediately. Immediately means without delay. Look at you. The time you have worked. And what you have acquired and achieved in life. You see, there is no match. You are looking at me as if you don't understand my English. You have worked 17 years. No house. Don't be angry. It's wrong. We are talking about prayer now. Why are you going to the issue of house? You are angry. You are As if you made a covenant with renting. Today, we are going to pray. And things will change in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus Is it making sense here? Oh yes. In Psalm 66 and verse number 3. Psalm 66 verse 3. The Bible says. Bible Say to God. How awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. No power, no enemy submission. No power, no enemy submission. It takes power for the enemies to submit. Now, 
And how much God works in your life also depends on what dimension of power is at work within you. It's in the Bible. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which we ask could imagine. There's a comma there. Not full stop. says everything I'm talking about is really according to the power that works in us. So prayer exposes us to greater power. And the more power we allow to work in us, the greater the manifestations of our expectations. I decreed it all. That as you continue to pray, no devil shall stop you in the name of Jesus. No devil shall stop you in the name of Jesus. I'm talking to you. Can I hear a louder shout of amen? Amen. The truth of the matter is if more of us can dedicate ourselves to more prayers we will see mighty things in our lives. We will see mighty things in our businesses. We will see mighty things in our homes. Some of your homes are dry because you are managing a dry prayer life. Every time you want to pray, it is dry. You end up just yawning and dozing off. Come on. I deliver you from that demon in the name of Jesus. From today, you see, as I am preaching, I am creating a new hunger in you for prayers and fasting. I remember one couple joined this church some years back. And the lady told me, Sir, for the first time, my husband is waking up at midnight to pray. Sir, there is the spirit of prayer is in this church. And the spirit of fasting too. There are always people fasting in this church every day. And if you are a part of this house. And the burden of prayer and fasting has never landed on you. This drive and desire to want to pray and to fast, it is never there. There must be something wrong with you, my friend. You can't be part of this church and be a lover of food. If you are really serious. You know there are some people they don't play with their food. Hey, no, 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 please, please. Let's play with other things but uh, uh, when it comes to eating I, I like
like my, uh, you know, my omelette, you know. I like my omelette. Mm. Omelette. Yes. And then with some sausage. My God. And then some, <laughs> some chips. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you bring mayonnaise, you know. <laughs> Sir, you are dying. Number three. Prayer is a gateway to fruitfulness. Prayer is our gateway to fruitfulness. That molested his wife Rebecca for 20 years with barrenness. The Bible says in Genesis 25, verse 21. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife. And the Lord granted his plea. And Rebecca, his wife, conceived. No prayer, no conception. Isaac destroyed barrenness in his marriage through the power of prayer. Beloved, it doesn't matter what sort of barrenness you may be dealing with in life. God is able through prayer to destroy that dimension of barrenness. What is barrenness? Barrenness means fruitless effort. If you are not able to yield results from your labor, you are dealing with barrenness. And prayer is what we use to melt it. The Bible says in Proverbs 14, verse 23, in all labor, there is profit. In all labor, there is profit. And if you are not profiting from your labor, you are a barren person. And I'm saying to you that prayer is what is needed to deal with your lack of profits. Number four. The power of prayer. Number four. Prayer sharpens our spiritual sensitivity and effectiveness in life. Prayer sharpens our spiritual sensitivity and it also sharpens our effectiveness in life. Things work faster when the work of prayer has been done. 
So inside prayer is speed. Effectiveness. 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 The more we pray, the more spiritually sensitive we become. Because the Bible is very clear that every child of God is entitled to hear the voice of God. John 10 verse 27. My sheep hear my voice. Jesus said so. Yes, My sheep hear my voice. John 10 27. However, many are not able to hear his voice. Because many are frustrated by the flesh. They cannot hear the voice of the shepherd because of the flesh. The flesh is dominating because prayer is less. But that flesh must be put under subjection if you are to hear the voice of God. And how do you do it? It is through prayer. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. That is what Paul said. In 1 Corinthians 9.27 1 Corinthians 9.27 I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. One of the instruments he used was the instrument of prayer. The man was a prayer warrior. Paul is the one who said prayer must be without ceasing. He is the one who taught that we should continue earnestly in it. He is the one who said pray always. Pray always. He is the one who taught the Corinthian church. I thank my God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. That is more than all your tongues put together. It says if all your tongues are one tongue into one ton, you know, one thousand kgs, one ton. My own is seven tons. So he was sharp spiritually. Very sharp. It is through the rays of prayer that the flesh is melted. The rays of prayer, you know, sun rays. Uh-huh. <laughs> Through the rays of prayer. Uh-huh. The rays uh-huh. of prayer. I didn't say through prayer, I said through the rays of prayer. Uh-huh. Rays. Uh, what are rays? Sun rays. Sun rays. Sun rays, you know, sun rays. Yes, yes. You, you know, sun rays. <laughs> so I'm talking about prayer rays. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, through the fire of prayer. Let's put it that way. Yes, mm. the flesh is melted. Because prayer draws fire. 
And when fire is drawn, flesh must drown. Second Chronicles 7, verse 1. When Solomon finished praying, Solomon mm, fire came down and consumed the burnt offering. Now, if it is flesh available, it consumes flesh. Mm-hmm. It's because there was offering that that's why the fire consumed the offering. And if this fire comes in contact with flesh, flesh has no charge but unbound. Somebody's changing levels. That flesh must be placed on the altar of prayer so that it does not block your ability to hear the voice of God. There are so many of us that have not been hearing the voice of his instruction. That is why we are stranded. But from today, I declare your spiritual eardrums open in the name of Jesus. You are going to hear the voice of God. Somebody shout, I'm going to hear the voice of God. I'm going to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And not only are we talking about spiritual sensitivity here, we are also talking about life's effectiveness. Those of us who wake up without any kind of prayer, you will agree with me when I say, that you meet a lot of confusion in your daily affairs. So prayer is a panacea for frustrations. When we pray, we order our ways. When we pray, we order our ways. Well, at least we allow God to order our ways. Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. Now, we allow him to do that when we ask him to order our steps. When we pray, we allow him to go ahead of us. And when he goes ahead of us, he does what Isaiah says in Isaiah 45 verse 2. He makes our crooked places straight. He breaks in pieces the gusts of bones and cuts in sunder the bars of iron. So you have a free day. 
You go for business meetings, they, they, they just say, yes, yes, we understand this. Yes. Wow, 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 brilliant idea. But you, you overtrust your capabilities. That is why all doors are shut against you. I know somebody may be saying, Pastor, if only you knew how much some of us pray. The challenge is you have been praying amiss. Yeah. It is possible to go to a house hoping that it is Pastor Esau Banda's house when it is not and you will be knocking at the gate until you spoil your fingers and then somebody comes out and then they ask you who are you looking for Pastor Esau Banda no it's not here praying amiss so there are so many people that have been sweating, even going to the mountain, but praying amiss. Literally. But they will be telling themselves the whole time that, look, I am praying. And God says you are praying amiss. Because you are praying complaining. Your own prayers to God are accusation sessions. Accusation sessions. Lord, have you forgotten? Did he tell you that he has forgotten? Have you forgotten? And all my friends that I brought to PICC, they are all settled Marita. When are you going to settle me? God says, eh, waste your mouth. When you are done and you choose to pray correctly, I will give you a husband. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now hear this. Number five. The power of prayer. 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 Is a place for impartation of visions and divine assignments. It is a place for impartation. When we pray, there are things that transfer from God to us. Visions. Assignments. Revelations. Wisdom. Guidance. It was in the course of fellowshipping with Jesus that the apostles were sent out to preach, heal the sick, and cast out demons. Mark 3, verses 14 to 15. You know why so many of us, <laughs> we are burdenless? Tolo. 
those days. When people were more spiritual than today. We used to talk about burdens. I have a prayer burden. For that family. I'm wrestling in the spirit. For brother John. Yeah. Those burdens are transmitted on us when we pray. As you stay in God's presence, He imparts burdens and passions upon your life to pursue. I have a burden for souls. You see, Christians today have, have burdens, so many of them, just for money. Burden for money. They just want ma- ma- not money for church. Money for himself. That is why some people have money, but they are so stingy toward God and His work. They are money worshippers. They are servants of mammon. Mm. It was when Habakkuk stationed himself in prayer before God that he received a vision from God to run with. In Habakkuk 2, verses 1 to 3, the Bible says, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what he will answer when I am corrected. And as he remained in prayer, the Lord answered him and said, Write the vision. And make it plain on tablets. That he may run who reads it. That he may run who reads it. That he may run who reads it. Do you want to know God's will for your life? God's will for your marriage. God's will for your business. God's will concerning ministry. Do you want to know God's core for your life? You see, the strategy is simple. Engage in prayers. When you pray, God's will is revealed. God is ready to reveal his will to you. When Daniel and his friends prayed that God should reveal unto them the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had and its interpretation. Because, I mean, the king woke up from a heavy dream. But unfortunately, he forgot the dream. 
But he said, look, the dream I had is, is not a normal dream, but I have forgotten it. So he called all the astrologers and magicians of that time. Astrologers. Are they open zero, but whatever. Mm. But all these, you know, enchanters of, 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 of Babylon. He said, I had a dream last night, but I've forgotten it. So I need you people. You said that you are people who navigate in the realm of the spirit. I want you to tell me the dream. And then it's the interpretation. <laughs> Those guys said they are king. Please. Don't take us into temptations. <laughs> that cannot work. Tell us the dream. And we will give you the interpretation that is Daniel 2.4. The king said, gentlemen, don't waste my time. If you don't tell me what I dreamt, I'm going to kill all of you. They're just drawing allowances from State House for nothing. <laughs> so there was one that, sorry. one man called Daniel who went into the king and said, King, give me time. You see, prayer requires time. And time does not avail itself to people. They make it. If you are ever going to pray and pray in a quality manner, you need time. And if you are ever going to have time, you have to make it. You don't leave time to chance. No. You have to create time. To pray. You have to decide to switch off your phone. So that you don't receive any call from anybody. For the next two, three hours. Because you have Chosen to station yourself before God. Stop this nonsense of leaving your phone on as you are praying. Then you, you see that there is a, a, some, the phone is ring. Bro. You see somebody is calling. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Stupid boy! Stop that! Stop that nonsense! You can't do that before your president if he called you to his office. Say, Your Excellency. 
Kuti ole mekisa president. Hold on, hold on. Tadiga ngai, tadiga ngai. Can you do that? Munga yirisimenes. Is it because you don't see God physically that's why you cheapen him? Kodi majira zimenes ifari mungu simba muona mutupi. And some people will be responding to WhatsApp messages Wena. as they are praying. And then he comes to another message. And then he's reading there that I have sent you 1.5 million. Then Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, let us stop these games. Let's stop this game. Lift your right hand and say, Father, Father, give me grace. Give me grace. To pray like never before. To pray like never before. So in Daniel 2, we see Daniel telling King Nebuchadnezzar. He says, please give me time. And when he went back to his companions, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. He asked them to join him, seek messages from the God of heaven concerning the secret, the secret of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And after they prayed in verse 19, Daniel 2.19 Then the secret was revealed. My friend, that is what you need. Every aspect of your life has got secrets. And unless those secrets are revealed, you remain a beggar. People struggle only in those areas they don't have secrets for. There are secrets for marital peace. And if you don't know them, you remain a marital struggler. There are secrets for financial prosperity. Secrets for ministerial excellence. No door opens to you unless you have the right key. Sir, one day I left here on Sunday after service. Going home. Not knowing I had left the key here. I arrived home. It's my house. And the door must be my door. I looked at it. Most likely it looked at me. So I couldn't open. I was outside. 
until somebody came to give me the key. Paka na wina adamu na uzani pata maki. I would have cried my lungs out. Do can you open? Kadata kulira mendi kadatena ukomo sekukaiwe. I was wise enough not to cry. Ndali ndi zero kuti Bible si ndali ne. There was no need. There's no need for tears. All you need is what? And we are living in a kingdom of keys. A kingdom of what? Keys. If you don't have the right secret, you are in for trouble. And prayer is a channel for accessing those secrets. You see, in prayer, we ask God questions. And I'm talking about intelligent questions, not foolish questions. I'm not talking about questions like, why am I the only one not married? Shut up. Do you want to lose your teeth? I'm talking about intelligent questions. Lord, what must I do to take this business forward? Intelligent question. And you continue praying. Lord, show me the secret. Lord, it is written. Deuteronomy 29. Verse number 29. That secret things belong to you. But those that are revealed, they belong to us and our children. Lord, reveal it. Reveal the secret. That is why, you see, as I was demonstrating the prayer, I had closed my eyes, but yet I was mentioning scripture. So that is why you must keep the word in your heart. Come on, don't be a religious fellow. With a pious look, but an empty spirit. No verse in your heart. Father, it is written. The secret things belong to you. But those things which are revealed belong to us and our children. Have you seen it? It is there. Some of you are saying, Pastor, is it not numbers? No, it's Deuteronomy 29, 29. I quoted the right thing. I tell you, reveal the secret. Reveal it, Lord. This business must go forward. Must change because it is written in Psalm 1 and verse number 3 that whatever I do shall prosper. This business must prosper. Reveal to me the secret for the prosperity of this business in the name of Jesus. I know your blessing is upon this business but I need to see the right way to go because it is written that you shall instruct me in the way I should go and you shall guide me by your eyes Psalm 32 and verse number 8 and it is written in Psalm 37 verse number 23 that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord 
Lord, he delights in all his ways. Lord, guide me concerning this business. Show me the secret. Show me the secret. And when you are praying like that, you don't look at your time. Watch. Hey, I said I will pray for one hour. One hour has elapsed. And then you pack your bags and go. Why are you running away from God? You have been talking to him. Sit there. Allow him to talk back to you. Is it making sense here? Hallelujah. Amen. You are sweating. You are going. God says, hey, come, come. I want to answer you now. Are you not praying for secrets? No, no, I'm going. I said it's one hour. So you leave the place of prayer without any iota of direction. Hallelujah. Amen. God you might be seated. May choose to speak to you right there and then. So sit there in his presence. Again, you have chapter 2, verse 1. Now, Habakkuk 2, verse 1. I what? Stand my watch. Mm. NIV, what does it say? I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see mm. what he will say. I will look. So I'm look. I have done my part now. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to his voice of instruction. Silence is part of spirituality. Silence is part of what? Spirituality. God may also choose to speak to you by the vision of the night like he did with Daniel. By the vision of the night. Yes. That is, he may speak to you through a dream. Or, he may speak to you through a friend. Not that your friend will be frowning to say, <laughs> that says the Lord. No. No. Brother Jaleso, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. How are things? Fine. How is your business? Business and what you went about? You know, you. <laughs> you may need, you, you. Have you ever thought about starting Irish potato business? Simple. And then something will hit your heart. Say, look, this is God talking to you. Because some of you, when you hear of God talking, it's like <laughs> you are going to hear like a sound of a mighty rushing wind. <laughs> and 
then a voice will come from the air. So <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. It could be through an ordinary conversation. An ordinary conversation with anybody. It, it may not be a pastor. It could be anyone. It yeah. could be a friend. Even it could be a child. Your parents, your neighbor. Yeah. But the key is. Look at that Habakkuk 2.1. It says there. That I watch to see. I will watch to see. Yes, I will watch to see. That is your on the lookout because I mean you have asked God for guidance, so be expectant that He can speak to you through whatever channel He chooses. I know some people always look for the spectacular. The spectacular, like God talking to Moses through a burning bush. Just make sure that it's not the devil talking to you. Your own is to ask God to guide you. It is his choice to choose to exercise whatever channels he wants to use in talking to you. Are you being taught here, please? I don't know whether you've come across some brothers or sisters who who sound super spiritual and you look at yourself it's like some of us are, I think we are too much in the flesh every time you meet them it's like God spoke to me. God spoke to me. Yes, yes. Even now. Even now. He's talking to me. So you look at yourself <laughs> Some of us we have not started. Be careful with such brothers. And sisters. They are not hearing from God. Soon you will see that you were right. And can I say this to you? God does not have one way of speaking to all of us. So, if God has chosen to speak consistently to someone through visions, don't crave for it. Say, Lord, I am praying. There's no partiality with you. I also want that you should talk to me. You should be talking to me through vision. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. 
because it may not be God talking to you through the so-called vision that you are talking about. God has got many ways of speaking. We've, we've taught that before. Maybe we need to teach again. He has many ways of speaking to his children. What is needed is for you to know which one seems to be the way God has chosen to be ministering to you in certain ways. But whatever way God is going to use, listen to this, whatever you are hearing through those channels must always align with the written word of God. So the scriptures are the most reliable and authentic way that God speaks to his children. The most the most reliable way that God will speak to us is through the scriptures. Through the scriptures. Through the scriptures. Is it making sense? Mm. Anything anybody is telling you, I don't care what they said. Maybe they said Noah appeared to them. So for example, if somebody came to you, brothers, and he said, you know, uh, I saw Elijah and Moses. There was Noah there. And Isaiah. I think I also saw Father Abraham. Yes, on the side. With Lazarus. And they were all agreeing that you should divorce your wife. And they are shaking. Because it's like the, 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 the vision is so real. Please give me handkerchief. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. They said that you should divorce you. You know what? Tell that brother or sister number one that you are an agent of the devil. If you don't leave this house on your own, I will carry you out. Is it making sense? Mm. Don't be overly impressed by such revelations that contradict the Bible. How can God say in the Bible that he has divorce? And he should use Noah in a vision. To tell you to divorce your wife. You know one fellow came to his wife. He said my wife. God has just spoken to me. True story. That you are Vashti. Remember Vashti of Esther chapter 1. He says that you are Vashti. Yeah. You, your wife, of many years, 
with grown up children you now the Lord says he's bringing an Esther <laughs> true story and the man bundled his wife out of the house and brought Esther those are demonic revelations Hallelujah. Amen. If you have a wife, you are not going to divorce that woman. Oh no, pastor, I don't like her nose. Please begin to like it. You are going to stay with her. You are going to stay with that woman. There are no revelations like that. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, I don't know how I went that far, but... Let's come back to our teaching. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number six. Number six. The power of prayer. Prayer is an instrument of victory and dominion over the forces of darkness. It is an instrument of victory. It is an instrument of dominion over the forces of darkness. The Bible says, watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. Matthew 26 and verse 41. There is no temptation that cannot be overcome by prayer. It is through prayer that power is released to demolish all attacks of the enemy. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus the prayer warrior Jesus the prayer machine said that prince of this world is coming but he has nothing in me that is I'm not afraid of him yeah yeah I'm not afraid of him because he was a man of prayer when you pray you are never shaken by the maneuvers of hell. I'm talking to you, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number seven, quickly. Number seven. Prayer is a cure for affliction. We are living in a world of many, many afflictions. But God has not left us at their mercy. He has given us the equipment of prayer. In James 5 and verse number 13, the Bible says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Can I have that in the King James Version? Is any among you afflicted? Listen it. Let him pray. Prayer is cure for suffering. There is no affliction that cannot be demolished on the platform of prayer. If there is any affliction of, uh, bothering your life, then it is time to engage the equipment of prayer for your rescue. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, is anyone among you sick? James 5, verses 14 to 15. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. So prayer is an important instrument for the cure of affliction. Whether it is sickness or some other attack. Prayer is what is needed to quell it. So a prayerful person can never be a cheap prey for the devil. A prayerful person can never be a cheap pray for the devil. When we pray, fire is released to scorch the afflictions of life. So, please rise on your feet. Let us pray. We have about 15 minutes of intent and I want you to pray like a real warrior. Please don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. Prayer is an instrument for worshiping God. He said, in this manner, therefore, pray. Matthew 6:9. Hello. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. I want you to lift your voice and appreciate this God who is our Father. A Father is a nourisher. A Father is a carer. A Father is someone who originates. He's an author. Source. This our God is our source. Our source of existence. Our source of supply. Our source of comfort. I want you for a minute to worship him as father. Come on, lift your voice. Everyone, please, your prayer. You came to church. You came to church. And in church we pray. Come on, open your mouth, please. Don't close your mouth. Open your mouth and talk to him in worship. Talk to him in worship. Father, I celebrate, exalt, and glorify. Father, I give you praise. I worship you, Lord. I magnify you. Father, I, I glorify you, you. Father, I glorify you. Father, I honor you and I adore you. I magnify you. I give you thanks. I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you honor. Father, I bless you. I worship you. I thank you. I magnify you. Bless I honor you and I adore you. I magnify you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory and honor. Thank you, Lord. I bless you. I glorify you. I magnify you. I magnify you. 
Lord, I worship and exalt your name, my Father. I celebrate you, my Father. I exalt you, my Father. I glorify you, my Father. I appreciate you, my Father. I give you thanks, I give you praise, Lord. I appreciate you, my Father. I glorify, I honor you, and I adore you. I magnify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord of God. Blessed be your holy name. I give you praise. Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Prayer is an instrument for the enforcement of God's will in our lives. Matthew 6 and verse number 10. He said, Your kingdom come. Yeah. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Without prayer, it is possible. Without prayer, it is possible. For the will of God, which is already done in heaven, not to be done on earth. Without prayer, it is possible. That the will of God that is already done in heaven, should not be done on earth. Many people will be surprised when they go to heaven. That they didn't become not even 10% of what was the will of God already done in heaven. People will be shown that this is what you were supposed to do. And I died a beggar. Yes, sir. Because we didn't pray. Jesus said, The will of God is already done in heaven. But for it to be enforced here on earth, as it is in heaven, prayer is needed. Father, whatever your will is for my life, whatever your will is for my children, whatever your will is for my destiny, let it be done in my life as it is already done in hell. I am going to wage war against all powers of hell that want to forget the will of God in your life. Lift your voice and begin to pray. People, don't joke with this. Lift your voice seriously. Pray that the will of God for your life will be done in your life as it is in hell. Let your will be done, O God, as it is in heaven. As it 
is in heaven in, in the, the mighty name, name of Jesus. Jesus. Lord, I pray that your will be done in my family as it is in heaven in the name of Jesus. Let your will be done in every area of my life, in my ministry, in my career as it is in heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. Your will in my life, your will in my home, your will in my calling, your will in my destiny, your will in all aspects of my life. Let it be done, let it be done, let it be done, let it be done. As it is in Genesis 1 verse 28. Right from the onset. God's will for us is blessing. And that has not changed. God blessed them. And God said to them. Now when the Bible says God said to them. That is God commanded. God commanded them. Be fruitful. And multiply. That is in all aspects of life. You start a business. It must be fruitful and multiply. You enter into marriage. You must be fruitful and multiply. You must produce through the works of your hands. You are going to pray. Father. 
today I receive power for fruitfulness and multiplication fruitfulness and multiplication success and prosperity progress and dominion lift your voice how many are praying lift your voice for fruitfulness and multiplication, success and prosperity, dominion and progress right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, mighty name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Prayers. Marvin Pedro. Awaken. Yes, because God said, I've never asked Jacob to seek me in vain. Nope. God will never ask us to seek him in vain. He said, You shall seek me. And you shall find me. As long as you seek me with all your heart. So we are talking about wholehearted prayer. Praying with desperation. Praying wholehearted. That's right. Praying wholehearted. Praying wholehearted. was one man who prayed that kind of prayer. In Mark chapter 10. Mariko 10. Verses 46 to 52. Verse 46 to 52. When he was told, being a blind person, that Jesus was passing. And then he began to cry. 
Jesus. Yes, Son of David. Mwana wa David. Have mercy. Dijiteni jifundo. On me. Dijiteni jifundo. Have mercy. 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 Dijiteni jifundo. With the situation we have in our nation. I believe this is the prayer we need to Father, have mercy upon my life. Have mercy on the children Have mercy upon me. Have mercy on my business. Have mercy on my children. Some of you, the way your children are performing in school. You need a prayer for mercy. Father, have mercy. On my children's education. The Bible says, Jesus stood still. Yesu Adaima. Jesus. Yesu. Stood still. Adaima. When mercy is what you are crying for, God will always pay attention. Mercy. Chifundo. Mercy. Chifundo Amboy. But if you say, mm, some of us, we know what we are made of. Mm-hmm. God leaves you alone. But when you cry for mercy, it's the highest expression of your dependence on God when you pray for mercy. When the prayer for mercy 
is the highest expression of one's dependence on God. That is not about my qualifications or ability. I just need you to come through so many of us have made efforts nothing is working we are given strategies we are given formulas we are given steps to follow and we have followed all the steps nothing has worked my friend it's time to cry for mercy one more minute lift your voice Lord I need your mercy Lord I need your mercy upon my marine life I need your mercy Jesus, upon my financial life, upon my family life, upon my ministry life, upon my career life, upon my destiny, I need your mercy, 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 your favor, and your grace, 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 your mercy, Upon my life, your mercy, Lord. 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 Upon my life, Jesus. Mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He spoke to me. That must have been in Revelation 3 8. He said, see, and that's down on. I have set before you an open door. Jesus yes, asked Bartimaeus, Adam Bartimaeus in Mark 10, 51, what do you want me to do for you? My mercy can do anything, but is there anything specific you want your my mercy to accomplish in your life? And the man said, Rabboni, Rabboni, that I may receive my son. That I may receive. If your mercy can unlock my eyes. The door I want open is the door of my eyes. The master is into serious business with you, my friend. He is asking, What do you want me to do for you? Give me your list. Give me your list. And the man gave him just one thing. 
I wish he had given him about 7. Or 17. Because this is an open blank check. I wish he had asked for 21 things. That after, number one, open my eyes. Number two, give me all the money that I was supposed to acquire if I had been working all this time I have been blind give me a wife who should because we have delayed who should give birth to quadruplets now give me a massive company that will be employing 2,000 people. And then give me the anointing because I want to open many more blind eyes. But the man just said, uh, just open my eyes. Now, in your case, what do you want from Jesus? In two minutes. What is it? What is your list? What are the seven things you want? What are the 15 items you have? What things can you mention quickly to Jesus? mentioning to uncle. I know how struggling he is. But I'm talking about Jesus. The owner of the universe. The maker of heaven and earth. The I am that I am. The same yesterday, today and forever. Patient of days. In two minutes. Answer this question. What do you want Jesus to do for you? Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Online on ground. Sakata ragadele Sakata 
Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. There shall be many testimonies. I said there shall be many, 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 many. Clap more for the King of Kings, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, if you are here, you are not born again. And you are saying, Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. As my Lord and personal Savior. Indeed, if you are already born again, but you are in need of spiritual restoration. Signify by lifting your right hand, we want to pray with you. God bless you. Any more hands? You want to be born again or you want spiritual restoration? Lift your hand. God bless you. Any more hands? God bless you. All of you that have lifted your hands, come forward, please. We want to pray together. Come quickly. Come to the glory of God. Asha has helped them to come. If you're clapping at all, clap louder for the king Please come, please come. Is anybody else coming? Lift your hands if you can. You follow me in this prayer in English first. And if you are watching us online, and you are in this category, 
Just follow us in this prayer. After this, we'll pray again in Chichewa. So someone say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I acknowledge. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And have mercy upon my life. And have mercy upon my life. I now receive Jesus. I now receive Jesus. As my Lord and personal Savior. As my Lord and personal Savior. And I shall walk with him. And I shall walk with him. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. I now receive. I now receive. Spiritual restoration. Spiritual restoration. As I renounce. As I renounce. Every sin and compromise. Every sin and compromise. And from now on. And from now on. I shall live a holy life. Life. I shall live a holy life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tentenene atate. Atate. Mutina la Yesu Christu. Mutina la Yesu Christu. Digo tokozani. Digo tokozani. Chifuka chao binawano. Chifuka chao binawano. Kumanso kuruano. Kumanso kuruano. Lerolino. Lerolino. Digo vomereza. Digo vomereza. Kudindi neo chima. Kudindi neo chima. Dibandi kupempa. Dibandi kupempa. Kutemonde kurukile. Kutemonde kurukile. Ambuye Yesu. Ambuye Yesu. Loani mutima manga. Loani mutima manga. Mukalambuye. Mukalambuye. Commence un peu
Amen. Amen.